0: He lieth in wait secretly as a lion in his den. He lieth in wait to catch the poor. He has catch the poor when he draws them into his net. The the figure here is like a lion with its stealthiness. And then the hunter who does his work of concealment and camouflage And such a picture as this is painted in true color. We have hazards all along our way. En route to the celestial city there are many traps, points of danger. And our recourse our resource, we recite it often, Matthew 6, 13, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. We need that. We need to be led around it. We need to be delivered from it. And notice the subterfuge. Verse 10, he croucheth and humbleth himself that the poor may fall into his strong parts. Another hand than his may seem to do the mischief. Beware when the flatterer comes along. He catches many who like to hear what he is saying. (coughs) Consider, in the life of our Lord Jesus, there was a time when the flatterer came and told him what a good job he was doing. I'm reading from Matthew 22, verse 15. Then went the Pharisees and took counsel how they might entangle him in his talk. And they sent out unto him their disciples with the Herodians, saying, Master, we know that thou art true and teachest The way of God in truth. Neither carest thou for any man, for thou regardest not the person of men. Now, wasn't that a fine speech? It was true. But they didn't mean it. They didn't believe it. But here they crouched. But that wise one did not fall for it. Tell us, therefore, what thinkest thou? Is it lawful to give tribute unto Caesar or not? Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, Why tempt ye me? You hypocrites. Show me the tribute money. They brought unto him a penny. And he said unto them, Whose is this image and superscription? And they said, What a country bumpkin. He doesn't know whose picture this is. They answer, Caesar. Then saith he unto them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. When they had heard these words, they marveled and left him and went their way what a remarkable answer if you had the question posed and you answer yes or no you cannot succeed they have they have it uh, fixed rigged to where there is a no-win situation here. And yet he handled it as easily as if he were bouncing a feather. Verse 11, He hath said in his heart, God hath forgotten. He hideth his face, He will never see it. Now, this witness has been listening at the key, at the keyhole of the heart of these oppressors. And so we ask this witness, Speak up. What did you hear? The cruel comforts himself with the idea that God is blind or at least forgetful. This is not new. Listen to Zephaniah 1, verse 12, And it shall come to pass at that time that I will search Jerusalem with candles, and punish the men that are settled on their leaves, that say in their heart, the Lord will not do good, neither will He do evil. We have different words now. We have said He has wound up the clock and gone off and forgotten about it and left it to run its course. He has started the universe to spanning, but he is no longer involved. Or the words in the 73rd Psalm, Psalm 73, verse 11, And they say, How doth God know? And is their knowledge in the Most High? They set their mouth against the heavens, and their tongue walketh through the earth. <clears throat> so the oppressors of the saints... Exhibits a doubt of God's omniscience. God has forgotten. He had his face. He will never see it. If we had a sense of God's presence, watching our doings, reading our thoughts, hearing our words, it would be impossible for us to ill-treat his children. There's a, there's a passage over in the 36th Psalm. Psalm 36 begins like this. The transgression of the wicked saith within my heart that there is no fear of God before his eyes. I read that many times before I understood what it was that he was saying. The transgression of the wicked ought to tell me something down here. He's not not afraid of God. If he were afraid of God, if he thought God was looking, he wouldn't do that. The transgression of the wicked saith within my heart, there's no fear of God before his eyes. So let's turn that around if we are conscious that every thought of our heart even the intent of our mind is open before Him I need a clean heart I need him to work on it, to give me the right attitude. But this is what we believe. Neither is there any created thing that is not manifest in his sight. But all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. This is not just a part of our creed. This is the truth. Our God knows all, sees all, hears all. And so, this ought to serve as a curb on some of our misconduct, on any of our planned wrongdoing the transgression of the wicked saith within my heart there's no fear of the Lord before his eyes thank you